Thanks for tuning in to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast, Safe Talk, with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Safe Talk. My name is Billy Floyd, alongside my partner in crime, Jenny Hunter. What's happening, Jenny? You know, Billy, it's been so great today. We've gotten a whole lot of stuff done. You know, when you get stuff done during the day, like chores and things that you want to get done, it just feels so good, doesn't it? That's what we've been doing. What a time to be alive. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Outside, thriving, enjoying the greatness that life has to offer. And now we're here. We're locked in. We got another episode of Safe Talk. This is going to be a great one. And, of course, before we dive into what we got to get into, please, if you want to be a part of this conversation, you got a question, you want to chime in, you have a special comment, whatever it might be, you know where to go by now. My email address is williampeariedfloyd214 at gmail.com, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, the handle is at one Billy Floyd. Facebook to just Billy Floyd. We're all over the map. We want you to reach out if you want to be a part of it. And Jenny, where can people find you if they want to contact your side? Well, they can find me at Instagram, uh, Facebook, all those things that you mentioned <laughs> at JR's Hunt for Life and on all of the uh, social media outlets, including um, the internet, we have a web page. So any of those um, things that you can think of where there's social outlets, it's under JR's Hunt for Life. And my email, my personal email is jlh35 at hotmail.com. Anytime, anywhere you are, just hit me up and I will be there and respond as quickly as I possibly can. That sounds like a plan to me. Jenny, thank you for the information. Let's hope we hear some from some great fans and listeners of the show, our allies and homies and connections. Let's make it special. We're also yeah. going to make it special right here on this episode. We talked last time about when we started the list. We didn't get to all 21, but we did mention we have 21 things people said that were actually code for I'm suicidal. Now, Jenny, we have 21 things that people can say, and we went through the first four of them. We have many more to get to. We are definitely not going to hit all 21 after this episode, <laughs> but we're going to get through as many as we possibly can. Why don't you go over the four phrases that we talked about, um, and then if you want to, you can jump right into number five. You can ask me a question, whatever you want to do, but why don't you go over what we talked about last episode? Oh, boy, I would love to do that. And before I list off the first four we talked about, let me say that if anyone listening has any phrases or words that they have used 
uh, or heard of from suicidal people or if they have ever been suicidal and they have used some code phrases, please, please um, share those with us so that we can help you and we can also help each other and save lives. That's what this is all about. Now, these are not ranked in any type of order. Um, also, I want to let everyone know that if you you may be triggered by some of these phrases or you may not, but if you are, um, our podcast is out there and you can always turn it off and turn it on when you're ready, right? So, at any rate, Alan, let me add that at the end of these 21, we have a 20, we have a 22nd one, and that's the secret until we get there. So, at any rate, so we went through. Here we go. I'm just tired. I just want to be alone. I just want to sleep, and I can't keep doing this. Those are the four that we have been through. So far, and we have analyzed them, talked about them. If anyone has any comments about them, please respond. We're here to help. We're here to talk because this program is called Safe Talk. So, number five, I just want to be alone. Well, you know, sometimes I want to be alone. I'm not suicidal, but sometimes I want to be alone. Now, these people that have shared these phrases with us have all been at some point uh, thinking about suicide. And these are the phrases that they have shared with us and um, so that we can talk about them and let other people know that these may be code for I'm suicidal from the person that you're hearing it from. So I just want to be alone. This person said uh, when she doesn't want to share with those closest to her, she just says, I want to be alone. I just want to be alone. And for her, that was a huge thing to say because she said she literally never wants to be alone. Some people that are suicidal never want to be alone. They're afraid of what might happen when they are alone. They don't want their thoughts to run rampant in their head uncontrollably. They're afraid to be alone. Other people that are suicidal want to be alone. They may want to isolate. They may want to be alone so that they can plan how they're going to take their life. And I'm sorry, but that that is just the truth. Um, so when you hear, I just want to be alone, Take it in the, and this is what I'm going to say about all of these phrases, take it in the context of the situation, of the person you're listening to or talking to, what may be going on in their life. Take it in the totality of the evidence, as so to speak, and apply that code phrase or those code words, apply it to that situation and make a decision yourself, okay, is this person in danger of taking their life. I I need to get more into this. I need to understand more why they're saying this. So um, isolating is something that people that have depression or other things going on in their life or other mental illnesses, they do. They isolate. And that is very, very dangerous and very telling 
when people isolate that they are depressed or something is going on and that they may not be in a safe uh, environment. I, have you ever heard anyone say that, Billy? I just want to be alone. Yeah, I've heard it plenty of times. And honestly, I've never thought of it in a way where it could be code. And I guess the reason why I thought that is because sometimes, you know, I've I've never been suicidal, but plenty of times in my life, you know, I've said like, I just want to be alone, but I guess I've only really said it to myself. And when I explain it to other people, it's kind of like, cause I, I, I love being alone because when I can be alone, that means like I can control everything. Like I can control only thinking positive. I can control only thinking about what I want to achieve. I can control just being relaxed and being at peace. Um, so sometimes I like to use being alone as like a nice reset to get away from even people I love, just get away from them from a little bit, maybe get away from some settings that I'm usually near and at. I just want to be by myself. I just want to be chilling. I want to be doing my thing. Um, and I've definitely heard people say like, yeah, I just want to be alone. And for the most part, I kind of just think about it in a way like maybe they want to be alone like how I want to be alone but I've never dove deep into thinking like oh man like you know they want to be alone and and they could be you know suicidal or they could be thinking bad thoughts sometimes I think being alone can be good because you're just separating yourself from the world and situations and people so you can really lock in on you know getting back to that positive mindset getting back to that level of feeling good um So I've definitely heard it, but never would have I have thought that it was um, a code for I'm suicidal, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And it's just most of these statements that we're going to go over when we go through all of these are fairly innocuous. They are harmless statements, it seems like. Uh, However, um, they could be a statement of life or death. And that, again, it depends on the – I'm going to use my legal phraseology here again, but it depends on the totality of the evidence. What uh, What is that person's life like right now? What are they going through? What's happening with them? Did they lose their job? Did, is something happening? Did their relationship break up? Um, what are their living circumstances? Uh, are they being alone a lot? I mean, you, you you kind of have to assess the situation when you when you hear these things because they are innocuous. I mean, they're things that most people just say, and like you, they just say them for you know with no thought of any any harm to yourself or anything like that. Now, this one person said that. Um, that that they repeat that to themselves. They want to be alone. They repeat it over and over just because they are suicidal and they 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 aren't doing the things that they love. They have given those things up. They're losing interest in those things, and that is another huge sign. If someone says uh, one of these phrases to you. And they are losing interest in the things that they love doing, um, like you playing basketball, like me going outdoors and climbing in the mountains or whatever. If I lose interest in those things and you see me stop doing those things, there is definitely 
something going on. Even if I don't say I want to be alone, there's still something going on. So that's why we need to keep an eye out, watch what's going on with each other, uh, listen, uh, just be there for that person and let let them know that, hey, um, can we explore this a little bit more? What do you mean by you want to be alone? I mean, is it just like uh, you want to be alone because you're having a hard time right now uh, going through what you're going through or you just want to be alone for, you know, to gather your thoughts like you do and things like that. So that's one of those phrases, I just want to be alone. And you're hearing these phrases, I repeat again from people that have used them when they are suicidal. So I'm hoping people, I'm hoping we can drive these things home with them and we're going to go over them every single time. We'll go through the list again (laughs) for every podcast until we get through with these. So Number six, I want to go home. Well, who says that unless you're out somewhere with people and you say, I just want to go home. Well, I want to go home. It It, it is that that phrase taken, it's kind of, if you if it's taken out of context, if it's like you're just talking and then a person says, I want to go home. Uh, that means to this one person, she wanted to cease to exist. She wanted to either go to heaven or whatever she believed in. She felt like life was meaningless and it was hard and she wasn't familiar with it anymore and she just wanted to go home. So going home, when she said, I want to go home, that meant she did not want to live any longer. And so... Again, take it in the context that it's given. Where are you? Are you out with someone and they say, I want to go home? Okay, then they want to go home they, for the evening or the day or whatever. If you're, if it's if it's a statement that someone just pops up and says, I want to go home, uh, and maybe they're kind of sad or whatever the case may be in that situation, that's definitely a phrase to listen to. I'm not sure that is the one what that is one of those that are um, very, very innocent. That one to me seems a little more edgy if I can use that description. Uh, I want to go home. Um, I've heard um, elderly people say that, meaning that they want their life to be over. They're tired. They want to go home to whatever they believe, heaven or whatever. So that is a a phrase, again, that you take, you know, in the situation you are in. Like I said, I've heard elderly people say that to me, and I knew exactly what they were saying to me, exactly. If it was someone younger, I wouldn't really know unless we were – sitting somewhere and they've had it and they want to go home. What what do you think about that description, Billy? Again, it's kind of like, to me at least, it's kind of like the, I just want to be alone because when I hear um, I want to go home, it's kind of the same thing because when you think someone's going home, they want to go home to their place, and usually at home, you know, they're usually alone. You know, unless, you know, obviously they have a family and whatnot, but, you know, that's your place to go when you want to be 
by yourself. And again, you know, I've heard people say that, um, but I never really would have put two and two together that that could be a sign. Because quite like I said, for I just want to be alone. Someone might just want to get away from the scene. They might want to get away from the action. Maybe their anxieties turned up a little bit. Maybe they're in their head. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just want to right. lay down. Uh, maybe they have a pet at home that they really want to go see because that makes them feel cozy and warm and loved. Um, so, again, both are definitely great ones to highlight and discuss because I'm sure we definitely hear these two a lot. And when you know who the person is now and and you know what they go through, you kind of know what their attitude is, when they say those two phrases, I just want to be alone and I want to go home, you can kind of now think like, okay, like, let's let's see if they're okay. Let's let's make sure that everything's all good and, and they actually just want to be alone. Maybe they don't want to, you know, consider taking their life or they're in a suicidal state. We don't want to get to that level. So definitely we got to be careful, especially me being around all these young people who are saying this stuff a lot. So this was mm. great to take of these two have been money to start the episode right now we're going to take a quick commercial break before we get into number seven on this list of now 22 so here's a quick word from our local sponsors we'll be right back Okay, everybody, welcome back to Safe Talk, Billy Floyd, right here with Jenny Hunter. We have been doing our thing on this episode. We are talking about 22 things people said that were actually code for I'm suicidal. Now, we've done six of them now. The two that we've talked about before the break was I just want to be alone and... I want to go home. We're now on number seven on the list as we're about halfway through this episode of Safe Talk. So, Jenny, why don't we get into that next code? Let's do that. And before we move on to seven, one more person for number six. And this this kind of struck me. She said when when she said she wanted to go home and when like a lighthearted joke. Somebody, if somebody would ask her if they could do anything, uh, like they they were concerned about her when she said that, she would say, oh, yeah, you can run over me with a car and joke about it. Well, that was definitely, definitely a code phrase for her that she wanted to go home. And because that when she responded, you can run over me with a car, that was totally out of context. Totally. Not something you would expect to hear not something you would say normally. So that's what I mean by listening to the context of the conversation, listening to what people are saying, because that was definitely, uh, you can run me over with a car, definitely out of context. So number seven, and this is a big one to me too. If anything happens to me, promise to take care of 
whatever, whoever, my animals, my little brother, my little sister, my kids, my parents, whatever the case may be. So with this person, she wanted people to promise to take care of her animals. And Billy, let me tell you what, uh, on our support Facebook page, we hear this phrase a lot because people, uh, they don't want to leave their animals. They want to make sure their animals are taken care of. It's very important to them. And when we hear this phrase, then we definitely know that they may be thinking suicidal thoughts. And especially when they say, if anything happens to me, well, what's going to happen to you? What? Why would something happen to you? You know, I mean, we're never promised another day, but still, why would you say if anything happens to me? Promise to take care of my animals or whatever the case may be. Promise to take care of my yard. Promise to take care of my house. Whatever it is, if it's prefaced with if anything happens to me, and then they ask you to make sure that you will take care of whatever it is, that to me is a life or death statement. That to me is something you absolutely have to pay attention to. You have to get a little bit deeper. deeper. You have to say, now, what, what, wait a minute, what exactly are we talking about if anything happens to me? Uh, and then we'll ask the question of them, are you thinking about suicide? And we've gone over that in the past two with past uh, podcasts about how to ask the question. That is the time to ask the question when you hear this type of thing. Um, do you think you could ask that question, Billy, if you heard something like that? Yeah, I I think I would have to ask a question because it, it's such a different thing to say. Like, I, I've heard it. Definitely. I've heard someone say like, you know, if, if anything happens to me, promise. And I guess maybe sometimes people want to just be careful. Maybe if somebody's older and they're concerned about their health, maybe they mm-hmm. might really want you to be aware, like, Hey, like, you know, if I'm unhealthy and, and, and something happened, like, can you please take care of the pets? Can you please take care of the money, uh, the kids, whatever it might be. Um, but I've heard it recently, actually, and oh. I, it, it's a little, you know, staggering because it's like, wow, like, I don't think this person has any health hazard. I, I don't think that there's, you know, a, a time limit right now on this person's life um, because, I'm just pretty sure that everything's okay. So like maybe, and it's crazy that this comes up because I did think to myself, huh, like are are they considering, you know, taking their life? So I didn't, I didn't bring up, I didn't bring up suicide, but I did say to the person like, you know, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what the deal is, but I just want you to know that whatever it is you might be going through, first off, I know that you're all good, you're healthy, you're fine. Just please talk to me if you ever need anything. Like, I don't know what this is about. I don't know why you're saying this, but please know that if you need to talk to someone, I'm right here. I'm someone you love. I'm someone you trust. 
let's talk about anything you need to talk about because I don't want to have to deal with anything that could happen if I have to end up watching whatever it is you're asking me to watch because of what you end up doing. I don't want to have to deal with that. So I think the person understood that I'm here to talk. I'm here to listen. Most importantly, I'm here to listen. I'm here for them to talk so I can listen so they can hopefully get better. And, um, this is one that's really key to bring up because the other two that you mentioned, you know, sometimes people could actually just want to be alone. They could just want to be at home. But this one is definitely like, whoa, like, why are you bringing this up? Why are you saying, like, please take care of this if something happens? Because what could possibly happen? Like, what's going on here? So this is one to really take note of. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Right. And and I would say to you, Billy, too, and you might already have done this, but I would reach out to that person. I would continue to reach out to that person. I'm just I'm just checking in. Um, you were on my mind. Thought I would uh, give you a chat, give you a text, whatever the case, let you know I'm here, you know, that type of thing. Um, I, I just wouldn't let that pass with just the one time. Um, I hope that makes sense to you, but I I like to continue to reach out to people, let them know I wasn't just available for that one time that you said that to me. I'm still here and you are still on my mind. And I, I'm, you know, I'm available. And I just want you to know that and on and on, whatever, however you would like to say that that I would definitely reach out again because even if this is not in the context of your conversation, this is just not something that I have ever said or you really have ever said, I don't believe. And people don't just say, if anything happens to me, promise to take care of whatever it is. That just is not a conversation piece to me, uh, a normal conversation piece. Um, I know we heard this from our son. Uh, he was concerned about his animals. I know we hear it uh, from people on our, our confidential Facebook page. Uh, and when we reach out to these people, yes, they are suicidal. This was their code for I'm thinking about taking my life. So this is a very important one. Number seven, if anything happens to me, promise to take care of and whatever it is they ask you. So, um, Billy, I, I do urge you to reach out to that uh, person again. Um, you don't have to bring up their phraseology, but you can remind them you're, you're just checking in and you're thinking about them. You want them to know that you are there for them to support them. And that is so important not to drop the ball on people when you are concerned in the slightest bit. Even when you're not concerned, just reaching out to people during the day and saying, hey, uh, just checking in, I'm thinking about you, love you, whatever the case may be. So enough of that one, let's move on to number eight. I'm just stressed out. Now, I, you know, that seems to be a common terminology. I'm stressed out, I'm just stressed out. Uh, and to me, that's another innocuous statement. It's harmless. It's, it's something everyone says. It doesn't seem like it would have any hidden meaning because it says, I'm stressed out. It tells you 
how they're feeling, where they're at right now, what's going on. I'm stressed out. Um, and this one person that said this was um, their code, their phrase, I'm just stressed out, meaning that they were trying to handle their depression, their anxiety in any way that they could, that maybe um, they need therapy, maybe they need some help because they're so stressed out that um, that they can't handle life. They don't know what to do next. And so that is one to listen to and to realize that even though it seems harmless uh, on the face of it, uh, it could be uh, a deadly statement also. I'm just stressed out. I know um, that, you know, in, in my era, we say that a lot. It's, this is so stressful. I am stressed out. This is stressing me out. I mean, to me, everybody says that. Do you say that? Because I do. <laughs> I mean, it's impossible. I I don't care who you are. Every single individual on the planet has stress, <laughs> has anxiety, has fear, all of it. We all go through it. So it's never an excuse to to stop. You've got to keep pushing through. But that's a whole, whole different conversation. But when it comes to I'm just stressed out, I, I again, I never really thought that that could be a code. Um, but obviously when, when someone's at that point where, yeah, they're saying, yes, I'm stressed out, like clearly if they're saying it, if they're putting it out there, they're not in a in a good place because whatever they're going through, it's it's freaking them out a little bit. It's putting them in a low spot. It's making them feel maybe like the world is crashing down on them or, or they're just sinking or things are getting too heavy, whatever you want to say. Um, so I definitely have heard it so many times, and and I've definitely thought that way plenty of times. Now, I'm very open and honest about how I feel. Um, but when it comes to saying I'm stressed, I typically don't really put it out there because I just want to handle it on my own. Um, but when somebody does say, like, I'm stressed out, it kind of gives me a feeling of, like, okay, like this person's vocalizing that they're not feeling really well and things are getting challenging. So, like, maybe they want some help. Maybe they want me to influence them, say something positive, inspire them, something. So typically when someone says they're stressed out, I'll give them one of my favorite quotes or I'll tell them about an experience where I was stressed out, whatever it might be. I, I never would really think it's a code, like I said, but immediately I'm like, okay, how, how can I help? How can I immediately try to get someone out of this funk? Maybe it won't happen right away because you can't just snap your finger every time and make people feel better and make them feel fine. But you can definitely say something and do something to help someone when they're at that point. And we actually have one more commercial break that we have to get to before we wrap up this episode. We're cruising right along. Everything is going great. We're doing a fantastic job covering the bases here. We have one more word from our local sponsors. We'll be right back to finish up the episode, so stay tuned.
Okay, we are back from our second commercial break. Billy Floyd, Jenny Hunter, here we are. We're having a great time highlighting what we need to highlight in terms of these different codes that were actually, you know, code for I'm suicidal. We have multiple sayings. We've talked about a great amount so far in these first two episodes. Jenny, before we wrap up, um, do you want to do a little overview of what we've talked about, a little summary? Do you want to try to bang out one more? We only have a few more minutes in this episode, so you do what you want to do with these last couple minutes. I'm going to give you the floor. Oh, well, thank you, Billy. Um, so let me offer again, if anyone has any phrases, code phrases, code words they have used or they have heard, please, please let us know about them. There's a, a spot on the podcast where you can um, message us and let us know because we would love to hear more so that we can offer other people safe talk, how, how to help people, how to save lives. So we're going to run through them again. The first one, I'm just tired. Second one, I just want to be alone. Third, I just want to sleep. Fourth, I can't keep doing this. Five, I just want to be alone. Six, I want to go home. Seven, if anything happens to me, promise to take care of whatever it may be. Eight, I'm just stressed out. And let me say, Billy, with that, I loved what you said, that that most of us don't say that. It's not uh, – it, it, we hold it inside. We don't necessarily hold it inside for any bad reason. We hold it inside so that we can just take care of it, right? We can just take care of it. So I'm holding it inside. And if that is not a common phrase that I usually use, and I, or if some friend of mine that I don't hear them use that phrase, they're usually taking care of it themselves and they out with it and they say, I'm just stressed out. That means they, they may need some, they may need some help. They may need um, some uplifting, some positive influence that any of that. So if you don't hear people, this is not their common phraseology and you hear one of these phrases then I know you'll pay attention because you've never heard them come out with that before. So pay attention. Like, Billy, if I had never heard you say, I'm just stressed out, and then one day I hear you say, I'm just stressed out, I would think, okay, something's really going on here because I've never heard him admit or say that he's stressed out. And I love that you said that 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 would bring it to a person's um, attention. Because if you're around people that are constantly one person, if I'm constantly saying I'm stressed out, oh, that stressed me out, I'm so stressed out, I'm stressed out, then it would be no big deal, right? It would be no big deal. That is something I'm always saying. But that is not something that I'm always saying. And I say it, and you hear it, you're going to think, Oh, this is new. Something's going on. I better explore this a little bit, offer them my ear, whatever it is. So I love that you said that, Billy. I love the perspective that you give us um, on our podcast. I love that we can talk about these things and that we can be honest and frank and that all of this will help save lives. That is the 
purpose of these podcasts is to save lives. And I know we're doing it every day. I know we're doing it. And we're helping other people do it because, you know what, anybody can save a life. It doesn't matter your age, your whatever. It does not matter at all. What matters is that you're a human being and you can save a life, right? You said it. You, Jenny, are never wrong. Only correct. It's <laughs> the fact. Staying with the people we need to hear so we can change and save lives. That's what we're all about with our life. That's what we're all about with this podcast. And we do what we do because we love the people. We love life. We love growing. Mm-hmm. And we love doing this thing right. So it's always an honor to chop it up with you on this platform, on Safe Talk. It really is special. And to always go after it with you is just one of the greatest honors I've ever had. So let's continue to spit some facts. Let's continue to have some fun. Let's do what we do best. And let's do some talking. This is it for our episode of the week of Safe Talk. We will be back very soon to finish off this list. We'll probably need a few more episodes to finish (laughs) all two. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support, your love, your kindness. Everyone at home, you're the best. We're here for you, and we're going to continue to be here for you. And thank you, Jenny. You are the GOAT, greatest of all time. I didn't know that stood for that. So thank you very much, Billy. And just the same goes for you. So goodbye, everyone. Hugs. Much love. Woo! You've been listening to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast Safe Talk with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. Jenny Hunter is the founder of JR's Hunt for Life, a suicide prevention nonprofit movement offering hope and support globally. I'm Billy Floyd. I'm a podcast host, a media broadcaster, and most importantly, a positive influencer. Sounds of Soul Music is courtesy of Fearless Motivation. Find out more about JR's Hunt for Life at jrshuntforlife.org.